When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. Across from me, as always, I'm trying to keep it on track this week, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Do you ever play Wordly? Is that what it's called? Is it called Wordly? It looks like it's, is it Wordle? I thought it was called Wordle. It's Wordle, but if you call it Wordly to someone that is in love with this game, they will fucking lose their mind in a grocery store line. It's awesome. You're like, hey man, you pl- what are you doing on your phone? Are you playing Wordly? And they're like, what? It's Wordle. How do- I bet you don't play it if you don't even know how to say it. It's awesome. People are losing their mind over this five-letter game. And I, I'm playing it. Are you playing it? So Jenna is playing it, and she tried to involve me, and then I solved one really quick that she was really frustrated with, and now she won't let me be a part of it anymore. <laughs> Dude, after the second word... My hands are away from my phone. I'm scared that somehow it's so dry in Minnesota that the static electricity from my fingertips are accidentally going to press enter. I mean, they're up in the air like I'm entering an emergency room and I am looking at this thing like I have the launch codes. I, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. I'm, I, I am not taking it seriously in the way that I'm competing with anyone. But I am uh, taking it seriously in the way that uh, I want to. I want to win. I never want to have a, a fifth word guess. Sure, sure, that makes sense. And you just you have a lot of puzzle pride, so I can't. I do have puzzle pride. You know, when my brother, we talked about. You know, when when he was in Nashville, he would meet a lot of musicians, and the the whole idea that if they failed, you know being a musician was their identity. And if you fail at your identity, that's a pretty hard thing to swallow. He, he noticed sure. that in other people. And I think a lot of your identity is wrapped up in your ability to solve puzzles. And so if you don't end up being good at this wordly game, that's going to be tough for you. No, I, I think that I think that I enjoy uh, puzzles. Sure, totally. I think most mm-hmm. of my identity is just being a huge bitch. And I don't think we ever have to worry about that going away. <laughs> Speaking of a huge bitch, I, I'm i in a pretty good place starting the show, which oh, is... good for you. It's incredible because about six minutes before the show started, I was in a lot less good place. And then I decided... What happened six minutes ago? Well, I got in front of the computer a little early and I said, fuck it, let's see what's going on out there in this place we call Earth. And... Boy, oh boy, did the universe reward me because... Are you about to read me a story because your your face just lit up? And I don't mean lit up like in your eyes. I mean, it looks like you just opened another screen and the blue light has flashed up. You look like an avatar. You look like you have a blue face. 100% what happened. 
I am about to read you a story. I can't wait. And the title is, well, and I love these titles. It's WATCH in all caps. WATCH, which means you know there's video. WATCH. Oh, yes. Massive brawl breaks out in Bensalem Golden Corral over alleged steak shortage. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to say, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. How long did it last? Does it say? So there's a video. It's, it's, this thing is fucking legit, dude. When they say, you know, sometimes you'll click on a video and it's a brawl and it's three women slapping each other in a parking lot. Sure. That is not the case here. This thing is wild. It is floor to ceiling bananas. You've, you've seen a Royal Rumble before, right? Sure I have. You know how many competitors are in a Royal Rumble? I'd guess about 10 to 12. I think it's 30, if, I, if, oh, my, res- it's if my wrestling history recalls correctly, but I'm sure someone will, you know, tell me I'm wrong on Instagram. But I believe it's 30. Now, to be fair, uh, when I would go to events with my father, he would always wait until uh, they stopped charging admission. So that's probably why I only think 10 to 12 people were in a Royal Rumble. I think we'd get in at halftime. Well, add... 10 people to that 30 and give them all chairs. And that's what's happening inside of this golden corral. It, oh, it's inside? It, Chad, it's inside the golden corral. <laughs> 40 people got in a fight with chairs. The video. Let's, uh, let's add one word 40 hangry people that voluntarily went to a golden corral got into a fight. This is, I can't wait. Well,. As you, and I'm not saying this has anything to do with it, but as you are surely aware, Uncle Cy likes to put some money on the table. He's a gambler. And so I know where lots of casinos are from my stand-up days. I'm going to a city, find out if there's anything cool to do in the city, and then number two is, is there a casino? Mm -hmm. Because I want to make... $350 at a shitty club and then lose it all. That is how I ran my life for six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And there is a casino because this is outside Philadelphia. There is a casino not far from this place. So it's a it's possible that you had drunk, angry. I just lost important money, people. But fuck it. I'm going to Golden Corral energy going on. (laughs) There's so 40 people, and I, the article I read had a couple of amazing quotes. So one of them was, I've never seen nothing like that in a golden corral before. Former employee Dylan Becker said. <laughs> Former employee? Yeah. That's I like also, this a lot. No, no, but have you seen other 40-person brawls like that you had to specify <laughs> in the golden corral? I mean, I've, I've lived a weird life, and the biggest brawl I've ever seen was a six-person brawl, and that was mayhem. Yeah. Imagine, imagine you're, you're going to a casino, and you promise the people you're with, hey, there's a Michael Jordan steakhouse in this <laughs> casino. We're going to gamble a little bit, then we're going to go to the Michael Jordan steakhouse. And then all of a sudden, you realize that red did not hit for six spins in a row somehow. And now you can no longer afford the Michael Jordan Steakhouse. So you have to take your family to the Golden Corral and you go, they still got steak. 
They still got steak. And then you get there, and there's a steak shortage. Oh, shit. I love what's happening. So here's, here's what happened. This, this, uh, this Becker dude also said, from what I heard, it was over steak. Apparently, somebody cut in line. So the, the exact specifics are there was a sh- shortage, and two parties were involved. There was one family waiting in line, and there already wasn't enough steak. And another family, like a whole family, cut in front of them and then really took their time and took up a bunch of the steak. And then it ran out before the second family got to the steak. And, of course, I mean, that's them's warring actions right there. And people, words started flying and then fists started flying and then obviously chairs started flying and <laughs> i've watched the video in the six minutes before the show started i think i watched the video about 185 times and good use of your time that's nice the, the, the couple of amazing things one you can just hear a man in the video shout all i wanted was some steak <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen someone <clears throat> go on the wrong side <clears throat> of a like a a line at a wedding to get food? Oh yeah, it's, in, it's enraging. This is supposed to be family. This is supposed to be a loving day. You're there celebrating the union of two people, and you get somebody that goes the wrong way. Like, well, this is I just needed a fork, and then I saw I missed the I missed the pineapple chicken. People will fucking cut you at a wedding. And this is this is no holds barred right here at that the Golden Corral when people want steak. I think it's fucking great. Also, you ever had steak at a Golden Corral? It's gross. It's, it's always medium well. It's horrific, horrific steak. I Have you ever heard of the shopping cart test? I think we've maybe even talked yes. about this on the podcast yep. before. I think a more accurate one is the food is the, the group food share test. Like when you're at an event like whether it's a wedding or a work event or there and it's very clear that there's a certain amount of food and yeah. then like oh here comes here comes the chocolate chip cookie bars but hey just everybody start with one you've heard somebody do that before everybody start with one and then you see some fucking dick put three of them on his plate and that's a that's a tough pill to swallow so i understand healthy Sai can see himself engaging why am I doing? I'm doing a lot of third person talk today. Healthy Sai can see himself <laughs> engaging in, at the very least, a war of words over some selfish stake behavior. I could see I could see non-healthy Sai behind Jenna also engaging with some words. Absolutely, I could see that. If I've had a, I've had family members where we have fajitas, and then. The, you know, that's always like, kids get to go first. Never understood that. That's fucking the kid, most insane shit in the world. Kids exactly. go last. They don't give a fuck about dinner. They don't need all these calories for all this energy. Why did they get first? Di- that's at Thanksgiving. Kids go last. Kids need to go last. We're going to send in the group that touches everything with their fucking fingers? No. <laughs> Why do they go first? It's ridiculous. But family members, and they would pick all the chicken out of the fajitas. So you get there and now you're like, oh, I guess I'm having vegetarian fajitas. 
And they're like, Ch- Chad, they're kids. Every, you know, this is the nice part of the family. So they're like, we just have to relax and enjoy ourselves. We're with family. I'm like, we're with family without fucking chicken. I would throw a chair at that point. So you get me with some strangers in a golden corral, which I would never go to ever. Because gross. Because sneeze guards don't work. FYI. Yeek. I, there's an amazing moment in this video that if Golden Corral doesn't put their nuts on and capitalize on it, they don't deserve to be a restaurant chain. So this, it's a, it's a cell phone video, but I, it's decent enough quality that people know what's happening. But there's a brawl and the camera's sprawling across the brawl, literally chairs being thrown. Punch, it is, it is, the camera <laughs> shot is filled wall to wall with humans and violence. Now, yeah, so let me just set this up for the listeners. This is just outside Philadelphia. Philadelphia, where the Eagles play, they had to build a jail in that stadium for Philadelphia fans that just lose their mind over, like, a bad call. And instead of throwing something at the refs, they just turn and fight one another. (laughs) This is the exact same area of the country that this is happening in. So I don't... I'm not a big Golden Corral guy, so I'm not sure what their slogan is. But there's this, so this might be their slogan, but there's this big piece of art on the wall. It's, it's letters, it's words. And all it says is gather round. So the camera pans across and you just see the words gather round written <laughs> enormously on the wall while people are beating the living shit out of each other out of Golden Crowd. And if Golden Crowd doesn't take that video, slow-mo it, and show it in the Super Bowl with the Cheers theme song playing, what, the, what are you even doing, Golden Corral? <laughs> what would be perfect is if they pan from the fight to gather round, and then in post-production, they have Dylan, the ex-employee, throw a spoonful of ranch so it looks like a Jackson Pollock picture. It's just like splattered across. And then it says uh, on the bottom, we never run out of ranch. (laughs) That would get people in there. Because I've seen people dip pudding in ranch at a Golden Corral. It's fucking (laughs) disgusting. It's the worst of the worst. I was trying to look up what Golden Corral's slogan is. And it doesn't, there doesn't appear to be a consensus here but there's a, a couple, <laughs> almost, one of them is almost too good to believe. That is very correct. No one, <laughs> no one believes that, that. That's like that Minnesota Viking shirt that says, we almost win every game, almost, <laughs> or something like that, where it's like you have to read it and actually dial it in and focus on all the words. Making pleasurable dining affordable. That one is a, that one is yikes. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, I love it so much. It's, it sounds like every headline I read sounds like the name of a Jeff Foxworthy special. Like, coming to Netflix, <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy in Golden Corral Steak Brawl. Have you ever gone to a Golden Corral and you have dipped pudding in ranch? You might be a redneck. If you have ever watched your cousin get beaten to death over some well-done steak, you might be a redneck. If you 
have ever had a family member tell you you're going to a fight and you think it's a boxing match, but they bring you to Golden Corral? You might be a redneck. Now that, we're doing a bit right now, but I can actually see that joke making his act. <laughs> that, that one, that one was well written. <laughs> This is exactly what I needed because I've been in a bit of a, well, and I think you'd be proud of me with how I handled it because I've, I doubt it. Well, just hear me out. Could you hear me out, please? Okay. Yes, I will. So one thing that I really want to work on is not spiraling, you know, and, and projecting because what I'll do is I'll, I'm never really in a bad mood. Bad moods don't happen to me. And if I, if, but I'll have moments where I'll be frustrated, where something will bother me, and then something else will bother me, and something else will bother me. And it'll just kind of snowball, and then sure. something small will happen, and I will become very dramatic and theatrical about it. Yeah, that's known as the straw that broke the camel's back. Absolutely. And I'll be, I'll be dramatic and theatrical for... 15 to 20 minutes and then I will be back because I don't carry a lot of negative energy with me. Uh, So my goal has been to not to recognize the little things that are bothering me along the way and address them so I don't get to the point where I have, uh, you know, a a, a meltdown moment because often that can affect other people, right? Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I get it. I totally get it. So let me tell you the things that led up to the thing and then the thing that I diffused that I'm very proud of. Okay. I, Jenna was back home this weekend. She went to, it was uh, her father, Papa Dave. They were celebrating Papa Dave's birthday. Okay. They went on a, they went on a brewery crawl. Sure. They went on a brewery call, and because baby's on all these meds, he can't go to a brewery call in Indiana. That's not the place for me, unfortunately. And so I'm responsible for all my own shit, which is, you know, totally fine. And I'm responsible for Kevin. Yep. And Kevin, because we're renting, he's very well trained. He doesn't go to the bathroom in the house, but we are renting a house, and we like to be respectable human beings. So he is wearing, we got him those like little dog diapers. <laughs> so you're just training him to piss whenever he wants? No. So when we, when we lived in our old house with Greg, when it, when it was big family compound living, Greg, Lindsay, Elin, Cy, Jenna, there was also... Kevin the dog and Greg's dog, Norm the dog. Yep. Um, and which is another great dog name because he walks in the house and Norm. Everybody, sure. That very sense. fun, very fun. But these two men dogs were like, hey, this is my spot. And then the other dog would be like, I think this is my spot. And they, uh, they obviously didn't say that. They used their penis and urine to do that. So there was a, uh-huh. Uh-huh. there was a, marking issue in our last house and he's been good ever since we separated the two alphas but sure i just don't want to risk it we don't want to risk it in this house and 
I didn't even know that they made doggy diapers until I saw someone changing their dog outside of a Whole Foods. <laughs> and believe me, I was not thrilled. Put your dog dick away, you fucking weirdo. And there is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a two-year-old callback. I, uh, <laughs> so we first, Jenna got these diapers that literally looked like diapers and okay. he hated them obviously so much. And the way he would walk, it looked like the back half of his body was disconnected from like, he was sure. trying to shake the diaper off. So he, he looked uh -huh. like if you told a really drunk 16 year old to walk like a supermodel, that's how much his hips shook back and forth what if he shits in the diaper doesn't it get all over the place so he doesn't have a shit problem so and, and here's the thing he doesn't have accidents in the diaper it's just a it's just a preventative thing we've never had a shit in the diaper issue okay okay well that's good because I, I feel like that would smear i remember changing my children's diapers <laughs> and sometimes i'd have to wipe shit off the back of their head <laughs> so we they make these bands that look like belly bands. So it's like a Velcro wrap that goes around and just holds his peen in, right? So, okay. so just his dong is covered. So that answers your, your poop issue. Yep, yep. So Jenna is gone. I have to let Kevin out. We have a stake spiraled into the yard. And so I put him on one of those little chains and let him go outside. Hold on, you got a stake? There better be enough fucking stake. You hear me? You telling me you got a steak? You advertising steak? Then have enough fucking steak, buddy. And so, I know that's not how they sound in Philadelphia, but I can't do that accent. I mean, I don't care who was in that restaurant and what they look like. That is how they sounded. <laughs> I don't care if if it was a family of eight feet tall Japanese people. They were in there like, if you don't give me my fucking steak, I'm gonna beat your head in with one of these booths. I don't care. The, the Philadelphia accent's way too hard because it's like, you're going to go get a hoagie, a hoagie, or something like that. And I, I like cramp up underneath my jaw, where my jawline used to be. <laughs> I cramp up in that spot. So I put Kevin on the stake, and I, I have to let him outside while Jenna's back in Indiana. Okay. So before you do that, you obviously have to take the dog diaper off. And I'm letting him out for the first time, and I'm kind of in the middle of doing a number of things, and I let him out, and uh, he's out there for a while, and then I let him back in, and I go, oh, I forgot to take the dog diaper off, so he just went out there and pissed in that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is going to fucking, this isn't going to be good. Not his fault, totally my fault, so I unwrap it. Bummer. Take it into the laundry room. We have two more dog diapers. I grab a new one. I'm like, I'm so sorry, buddy. Wrap him back up. Go on with our day. Let him out later. Everything goes well. Later in the evening, I'm on the phone. I have to let him out again. And I do it again. I let him oh, out. Shit. And he pisses in the diaper. So now I'm down to one dog diaper and I have two pissy dog diapers. And now I have to do dog diaper laundry. And so yeah. I am spiraling, and I am so mad at myself about the entire issue, right? Yeah, because you're down, you're down to one dog diaper and one dog 
that now thinks it's okay to go piss in a diaper whenever. So I just, I just had that building. And then, as you know, we are trying to uh, buy a condo by me randomly walking around neighborhoods. Lying to people, yeah, sure. Yeah, lying to people. And I don't want to get too deep on this, but credit and debt are the biggest scam how I don't understand. Hold on for a second. Let me let me hit this button. Sigh goes deep. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Jenna has been in debt since the moment she left college. Right? Yeah. Okay. She, you know, she car debt, school debt, just like most normal people, right? Yeah. Sure. I went to a junior college and then uh-huh. an in-state college. And then when I moved to L.A., I lived in a house share with a 63-year-old stuntman slash former Chip and Dales dancer. And <laughs> when it came to... He can jump from an open drawbridge. He can swim an open mile. Because he's the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so wild. I drove a... I bought my nephew's old Subaru and drove that until it didn't work anymore. And that, mm-hmm. by that point, that was the sort of vehicle that didn't even feel nice enough to bury a raccoon in, right? If you, <laughs> if you showed up, you're like, we're going to a raccoon's funeral, and you showed up and the casket was that, <laughs> it was that Subaru, people would be like, what a cheap-ass family. They couldn't get him <laughs> something tell- classier. When, a couple episodes ago, you were talking about like rings under your eyes, and you talked about looking like a raccoon, mm-hmm. and now you're back to raccoon. I don't know what's happening. I love that you have two different enunciations or pronunciations for it. And also, very funny comedian Kurt Fletcher once uh, called uh, a Subaru a Les UV, and I'm still laughing about it, and it was 12 years ago. It's a very good joke, and very funny joke. mine was not nice enough to bury any animal in. So I, sure. I despite making $28,000 a year for a decade and a half, I managed to accrue no debt, none, zero debt. Jenna, debt. And we okay. went to check our credit scores, and hers was so high. Like, like the banker was like, whoa. That's wow. And mine was just a thumbs down emoji. How Yeah. How is my credit score so how, how is hers so good and mine so fucking terrible? It's just it's a fucking scam. Are you really asking? I mean, I know the answer. It's a little rhetorical. I would love to hear you vent with me. And now you're seeing where well, I got to. You see, I'm talking about the diapers and now I'm talking about this credit thing and you know, you can see how I built to to what I was talking about, but I just, that, it's yeah. just a scam, man. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, so you have to have debt to have good credit because you have to show that you can pay off your debt yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, my, my credit score was through the roof thanks to my ex-wife. She did everything, made sure everything was paid on time, but my name was just like, walking right behind hers like hi guys i don't have any responsibilities but i'm just here to collect the good credit but now it's gone down a little bit because i don't use one credit card i don't use it anymore and they've lowered the credit limit because they sent me a letter that said you no longer need twenty-five thousand dollar credit limit 
you for over five years you haven't had more than eight hundred dollars on here so we're lowering it to five thousand and then i was like that's interesting i wonder what that did so i went to my credit score credit karma yeah not a sponsor but try slash middle somewhere we don't know you see what happens uh, but i went but i went there and uh it went down a little bit yeah it sucks it sucks when you sent me your list and you said credit versus debit I thought this was going to be about checking into a hotel and trying to use a debit card to like hold your room oh. because that's a whole fuck. I've watched people do that and all they have is a debit card and it looks like a fucking nightmare because they're yeah. like, well, with the debit card, we have to take a thousand. We have to hold a thousand dollars from your account. And some people are like, I don't have a thousand dollars in my account. I can't have you hold all my money the whole time. This is a $78 a night room, and I'm here for two nights. Why do you need to hold on to $1,000, <laughs> yeah. Motel 6? And then and then they just they point over, and, and there's a Golden Corral connected to the motel. And they're like, well, for incidentals. You <laughs> like there, steak? Incidentals. Is there anything worse than when you were coming up on the road, and the, hotel, the club books and pays for the hotel, and you get there, and they're like, can you put your card down? I'm like, no. Can the club put their card down? I don't. I am getting paid $350, and there is a casino three miles that way. I don't, I can't, there's no way <laughs> yeah. that I can promise you an amount of money if something goes wrong. The, I'm, that's them. That's for them. You take their card. Yeah, and they, and they go, well, it's incidentals in case you in case you bill anything to the room. It's like, there's not even fucking candy here. Right. There's not even bottles of water. What am I going to build in my room? Oh, am I going to jack off onto your sandpaper <laughs> towel? You need to throw that shit away anyways. It's from the 1800s, you fucking creep. It's made out of raccoon or whatever you say. I can't so... That's all, that's all where my head is at. This is kind of in the back of my head. I'm doing fine, but it's in the back of my head. And then I get home... So I, I run some errands on Sunday. Jenna's not home yet. And I come home and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clean up the kitchen a little bit. And Jenna does a thing where she will go to a store and she will buy something. And she will get a receipt. And she will mm -hmm. come home and she will put the possession that she purchased away and the package that it came in away and then she will set the receipt on the counter and leave it there until we die. And I, <laughs> on our kitchen island, Chad, there were six different receipts. None of them of anything you could return, like Whole Foods and Kroger and for an oil change. I don't know if she thinks they're compostable and our counter is a compost pile, but I, I, it's been driving me nuts for years. And I went to, in that moment, I went to a very frustrated place. And then I took a deep breath, <laughs> pulled it together, right? She's gone, so that was easier for me to do. And then this morning, before we recorded, she's back home now. Kay. She came back from the chiropractor and run into the grocery store, fucking receipt on the counter. Just sit right back and you hear a tale, a tale of an old receipt that started on this kitchen aisle, and I think it's bullshit. Uh, well, that's pretty that was good. That's pretty. That was that. You know, I, I, as you were going, I thought it was going to fall apart sooner than it did. <laughs> so, but you'd be proud of me. I took a breath. I did not let the previous events of this weekend feed into that moment. 
I released it. I kindly reminded her for, I don't know, the 950th time that receipts don't just disappear if you leave it. We don't have a magic counter. So I did use some sarcasm, but uh, yeah. I let it go and I came down here and then I got, a, as a reward, the universe gave me the Golden Corral Steak Restaurant <laughs> Brawl. Well, I'm glad you were able to breathe through it. I don't have that. I let things build up. I can't just watch a video of people fighting and let something go. I have to completely lose my mind and everyone around me has to be patient through that for me to reset. For example, similar to a receipt, my daughter will make mac and cheese sure. and she will open the cheese pouch and a little tiny bit of the cheese dust will land on the counter. <laughs> and then that will be there for five days. And I'll say, hey, I don't, I don't make mac and cheese. I don't eat mac and cheese. Can you please come pick this up? She's like, I'm doing my homework right now. What's more important, dad? Me getting good grades to end my senior year or me picking up the cheese dust? And so then a week later, I'll just go, hey, fucking narcos you want to come up here and get your cheese coke off the fucking counter this is ridiculous you think the cheese dust fairy comes and sweeps it up when you're at your mom's house that's not how it works because you know what happens i'm gonna tell you something i have a thing in our house where we say is this going to matter in a week right mm -hmm. if something happens at our house we go how is this going to affect us in seven days and then my daughter will say, I go, hey, what about this? And she goes, dad, how is that going to affect me in seven days? And I go, it's still going to be here. She goes, I know, but I'm going to be at mom's. I'm at mom's every other week. <laughs> and so she does that shit to me. And it, then, then I will reset because I'll start laughing so hard, thinking like, it's just ridiculous. She's also very good at solving puzzles because she... She riddled you into that shit right there. That is a really... She really did. That is a really good workaround. <laughs> Hey, I'm in a, do you have an Apple Watch? I don't, but <laughs> I have been communicating with someone recently who has an Apple Watch. And every time I call them, this is exactly how the call goes. I call them and I want to talk to them on the phone and they answer and they sound like they're in a tunnel inside a well. And they yeah. go, hello. And I go, Hey, what's going on? And they go, I accidentally answered on my Apple Watch. And then <laughs> uh, we have to hang up and call back. And that's been going on for a month and a half. Yeah, sounded a lot like C-3PO. Sure. Very tinny. But I do not have um, one. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big technology watch guy. Sure. I have an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. Ran Barnaclo, friend of the show. He uh, wanted to get an Apple Watch, but his dirty tattoos are all over his body, and the sensor can't read his heart rate through his dirty, fake Navy tattoos. Is that real? Yeah. He got, so he has to. He has such. He he does have really. He has the sort of tattoos that look like one of his friends who skateboards gave them to him in like eleventh grade. He has tattoos that look like he didn't know parole was an option. <laughs> like he thought he was just going to die in prison. <laughs> But he has a little tiny open piece of skin. And the guy goes, the guy trying to sell him a fucking whatever $800 Apple Watch was like, nope, right there. It'll read it right through that. So he's going to have to staple this fucking thing <laughs> like Harrison Ford, an Indiana Jones movie, when he stapled his hat. Do you ever hear that story? No. So 
everyone he, they'd been on set forever and he's doing this scene where he's riding a horse with a hat and the wind keeps blowing his hat off and he wants the the staff to be able to go home for the night so he takes a stapler and staples the hat to his head what i know harrison ford's a bad motherfucker that's amazing so, i know he's also married to callista flockhart which is i think Ellie about, mcbeal that's a weird combo that's a different thing so anyway ran wants it oh so basically what you're telling me is <laughs> ran's only option is to get so obese that his forearms are so fat that they stretch the, out the tattoos yeah. that or that the watch just never moves because it's so tightly clamped against his fat wrist. Sure. Now, here's what's crazy. This isn't okay. even about Ram. Okay. I am in, I started February 1st. I started a challenge for the month of February with my friend and hilarious comedian, Zach Martina. Okay. And we are challenging each other on uh, calories burned. Here's my issue. This fucking dude, the on February 1st, I was up at 9.30, and he'd already closed out his exercise ring and his calorie ring. And it's like, what are you doing? Why are you getting up so early, you fucking cheater? First of all, he's a lot younger than I am, and I th he's down 40 pounds already. Not from February 1st, but he's down 40 pounds from when he got this Apple Watch and started working out. He's down 40 and pounds? So, wow. Like, he is in it to win it, right? He's already knows all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start exercising February 1st. And it's not going great. I'm going to lose the challenge, and I hate losing. And uh, makes me feel like I want to challenge him to Wordly. Zach Martina is such a cool-looking human being. He's got He's very cool-looking, but he's also very cool. Do you know him? Yeah, I do. Yes, I, I really, nice. really like Zach a lot. Yeah. But he, he has, he's got that hair that I'm really jealous of. The really curly, afro-y, white, white afro-y guy It's hair. almost like ringlet. Yeah, he has ringlets. It's really, really, really cool. He, he, he's an awesome looking dude. So you, I, that doesn't feel like, and I don't want to be your therapist, but that doesn't feel like a healthy environment for you. I know you're very competitive, but being yeah, in right. being in a physical health calories body weight challenge, given how you process that information, doesn't feel like a healthy choice for you. It's not gonna be a healthy choice because I already have my neighbors they're they're standing outside their homes more often because one of them caught me I was cooking and while while everything was simmering and I was letting kind of the sauce get thicker. I was shadow boxing in my kitchen. And I have these shades where you can put them down from the top or up from the bottom. And I normally have them down from the top, but I didn't realize they could see me shadow boxing. But they saw me probably punching at what looked like could have been my daughter because she's shorter than me. She probably thought I was beating the shit out of someone. So I'm in there just trying to get my calories up. And I don't think you're supposed to burn like 2,300 calories a day. No, no. No, you're not. Are because you then you eating have to eat 5,800 calories a day? I don't know. That's Fuck no. That's, that's, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up burning every piece of my muscle tissue off my body and just be one of those real skinny fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever seen, uh, remember the water weenies that you could hold and they'd slip through your hand? Yeah. That's what my whole body's going to be like. You're going to look like 
there was an episode of Family Guy where Peter Griffin got buff, but he still had that thick, fat head. That's what you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna look like. You're gonna be skin and bones and just a thick, fat head, head and neck, <laughs> neck and head. The, oh, uh, I can't wait. I, you said something. Uh, this has got to date back to the very beginning of our relationship. And I think it's something you'd also written somewhere. I don't know if it was in a bio or what it was, but I remember also you talking about it, about the comedians who shadow box before they go on stage. Yeah. And I was so young in my career when I heard that. And then I remember going out on the road as a feature, doing Yoda rooms with some really great headliners and then a lot of really not as great shadow boxers yeah right shadow, shadow and boxers. i and i remember it was like once a month you'd be like well i get to watch a a 39 year old man shadow box before he walks up to tell jokes about his you know about his wife on stage it's such a weird i mean i understand it gets your blood pumping and stuff but do cocaine like a grown-up I used to stretch before I went on stage because I was in, God, was it Toledo, I think? A place of so many wonderful memories for me. And I got a leg cramp <laughs> on stage that took me to the ground. And from that moment on, I was like, well, that's, that was humiliating. So I need, to, I need to at least be enough of a boy to stand for the whole hour, you know? Yeah, well, don't stretch. Drink water like a grown-up. There's so many grown-up remedies to all these problems people are having. I think there's nothing wrong with a good stretch. Huh. I'm thinking about buying a uh, an infrared sauna. Do you know anything about infrared saunas? Uh-uh. They, they're, they heat you in a different way. I didn't have a story to this, but you started talking about <laughs> water and stretching and... Uh, you know what? I got. I gotta go. I gotta go. I think I should go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>